Hey everyone, welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. Before we jump into the episode today, I wanted to invite you to World Mandate 2020. World Mandate is a conference for anyone who wants to worship God and change the world. We're just everyday people from around the world who believe that we can see the kingdom of God established across the nations in our generation. This two-day gathering will be February 7th and 8th and will feature four main sessions where you'll experience dynamic worship, compelling teaching, and powerful encounters with Jesus that will help inspire and equip you to be a part of what He is doing around the world. You can register right now online at worldmandate.com. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, everybody. I'm here with my friend Michael Miller from Upper Room. And Michael, just so pumped that we're talking about Jesus today. Actually, any day talking about Jesus is a good day. Come on. Come on. And hey, I'm so thrilled you're going to be with us at World Mandate, hanging out with us. Uh, This is our 32nd year, I think. We've done World Mandate. Every year, God just touches us with more love for Jesus, and every year he speaks the nations to people. So people are all over the world over the last 32 years because of what happens uh, at this conference, and I am I am pumped you're going to be with us, brother. 32 so, years. What, Jimmy, what year did you start World Mandate then? 1988, actually. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Praise 19, God. 1988. That's yeah. That's so amazing. I, I think I was 22 at the time and started with another guy that was about 30. And we just said, hey, let's get a bunch of college students together. So we had literally 60 at World Mandate number one. And we had, in, we had Floyd McClungan, <laughs> who, who is you know, one of the icons of YWAM lore. And uh, uh, I bet he looked around and said, I came all this way from the Netherlands for 60 people in a cafeteria. But hey, that is why we were so grateful for Floyd and his love through the years for us because uh, God would always bring people together because he had a a heart and a desire to send them out. So encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, man, why don't we just jump in, catch us up. What's What's Jesus doing these days in you? I mean, of course, things are blowing up in so many directions, but what's going on? What's going on with you in your own walk with Jesus? Man, I I could answer that a number of ways. I, I just got back from Israel. Oh, right. Last week, I am fresh off the plane. I just got over jet lag, but mm-hmm. my, my heart, I don't know if it'll... <laughs> It can get over what it experienced in Israel to Mm. see uh, just that Jesus is Jewish, that uh, the roots and where he walked, uh, man, my my faith was so encouraged being over there. So um, I'm having a hard time talking about uh, anything other than that. But I just was blown away by um, what God's doing in Israel, um, Mm -hmm. his his love for that land and those people Mm -hmm. and uh, and just how how everything's heading to that city, to the city of Jerusalem. Jesus is returning. Uh, We were on the Mount of Olives where uh, Mm -hmm. where he ascended. But I I should have known this and I think I did. But being on the Mount of Olives and realizing that's where he will 
descend one day. Wow. And uh, enter into Jerusalem. So it was just uh, my mm-hmm. wife and I were were wrecked. We went over there with Sean Bowles and uh, yeah, a guy, a guy by the name of uh, Rabbi Jason Sobel, who's just a remarkable wow. man of God. It, it was it was awesome. So um, we're trying to figure out what to do with that experience. But <laughs> our our community here in Dallas is uh, man, we're just we will be ten years old this April. And wow. Uh, and so we celebrate that and, and have really, it started out as a prayer meeting 10 years ago. We didn't know mm-hmm. necessarily what the Lord had in store for us, but it, it, it has just in every season, he's been faithful to reveal it. And we have a vibrant community. A lot of young people um, are mm-hmm. coming to know Jesus. Uh, there's just a real hunger for his presence, a real hunger mm-hmm. Um we, we gather daily in the place of prayer still uh, to encounter him. And, and from that place, we build community. So it's been, it's been a fun ride. Hey, well, let, let me, let me ask you just a specific question, you know, for you personally, you know, I, I know that man, when things get going really fast and crazy, it's hard to keep Jesus central. You know, you gotta, you gotta work at it. So for you, how are you keeping Jesus central in your own you and your walk with Jesus while everything's flying around in a hundred directions. Right. Uh, and it's a, it's such a good question. And, and probably one I didn't answer too well last year. Um, mm-hmm. I, I realized, um, the blessing and a lot of the things we were believing for as they, they manifested became actually a burden. Uh, right. and, and so I, I actually would say within the last, probably six weeks, um, through, through primarily fasting, uh, mm-hmm. just, just really, really forsaking, um, food and, and, mm-hmm. and really, really seeking God realized, mm-hmm. realized how, uh, how distracted I had become. And so I would mm-hmm. say, I would say I, I, <laughs> through, through a lot of trial and error and learning mm-hmm. how, uh, mm-hmm. to the, to really keep him before any and everything else. Um, and, yeah. and so I, I really had a ton of breakthrough, man, in the last six weeks. Um, mm. I did a 21 fast, and, mm-hmm. uh, and man, my, my heart was just ravished again for the Lord and his beauty mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the simplicity of just seeking him every morning. Um, mm-hmm. that, that, that's, that's, that's where I realized uh, uh, a lot of my a lot of my uh, distractions came early on and sure. uh, day. And, and mm-hmm. so really setting aside the first part of my day, mm-hmm. I've been in a solid rhythm the last six weeks. And so mm. uh, I, I really feel like that first love's back alive in my heart again. Mm. Yeah. You know, I mean, I found the same thing so many times God blesses or something good's going on. And then in one way, it begins to rob intimacy with Jesus at one level. I mean, it's a weird deal. How can that be? Right. All right. the goodness of God, but he still calls us to himself. And um, right. man, I'm, I'm just so grateful for you saying, hey, I care about that more than I do kind of uh, the bigger deal. And that's what makes the bigger deal actually more attractive, right? <laughs> when we're hosting right. Jesus personally. And um, yeah. So, so proud of you, man. It was such a subtle shift for me. And I think, I think that that fast revealed it in my own heart. Um, I I don't necessarily know going into the fast that I realized uh, that a shift had happened. Um, But, 
but I'm I am just so grateful for that discipline and so grateful mm. for um, uh, praying and fasting. Uh, it seems mm. like if I will return to those uh, activities, specifically fasting with praying, it 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 becomes kind of the my my, uh, my north compass, if you will, the direction for sure. my heart to reach them in that way. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, I'm getting started just talking about it again. Um, I'm about to launch out on my own little fast here with some buddies. Yeah. And, and um, I'm, I, I get, uh, uh, I say it's wonderful and terrible. I get wonder, I get excited because I know long enough that it's only going to be sweet as can be. Won't be. Can't believe what it would have been like if I wouldn't have done it, but I also... <laughs> the setting right. aside is still a choice, baby. Oh, man, we... I don't know why we call it uh, fasting when it <laughs> seems like everything slows down. Uh, yeah. the days, the days seem right. longer. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like any and everything that can come to the surface of your heart does during yeah. those times. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so grateful. Uh, hindsight, looking back, mm -hmm. but in the midst of it, 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 it can be quite the sacrifice. But it's so yeah. worth it. Yeah, you know, you know, interesting enough, I was just I'm doing a little reading on William Wilberforce, you know, the big sure. world changer abolitionist. His whole deal was about seeking God. There's this book on about the letters to his children. And these guys are all really bright kids, you know, changing the world. And he's writing them continually. Do not forsake the seeking of God first, first love, uh -oh. uh, the scriptures. He said, I'm proud of you for your outward accolades, but I will never be prouder than your own devotional life with Jesus, seeking him daily, continually, much time in his presence. And I thought, man, that's what allowed this guy to change the world. You know, wow. amazing. Wow. Yeah. And that stirring. I hadn't heard that about his life. I mean, I knew I knew the impact that he had made. Yeah. Uh, but because wasn't he was he a lawyer? Yeah. Politician. Yeah, lawyer and politician. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To, to hear that, um, mm. wow, that's that's awesome. What book was that? Yeah, it's it's Stephanie Bird. I, I don't know if you guys, if you know Brian, but anyway, they that she wrote a book uh, on William Wilberforce's letters to his children. Okay. And it's and I just, I mean, I've read two chapters and I'm stirred to write some letters to my children uh, and awesome. exhort them to seek God. Awesome. So that, that that's, that's a, that, and, and I think, you know, we all in history, the people that we love in um, are drawn to the most in the end, it's the Jesus in the, yeah. it's their attachment to Jesus ultimately wins the day. And, and man, I know that's what, that's what we want to be as well. So, hey, yeah. let me ask you one other question here, because we're going to be talking about Jesus Friday night at World Man Day. We are going to be doing the the love, the love Jesus throwdown. It's going to be awesome. Um, but how do you see kind of the nations attaching to the this pursuit of Jesus? How have you seen that igniting in your own heart uh, as you've kind of gone on this journey? Yeah, I, I mean— he is the desire of the nations. Right. Um, what, what I'm realizing uh, is, is man, they, when, when he's presented as he is, when, when, the, when the pure gospel's proclaimed, uh, I see a real hunger uh, for him. And, and, and a real, in, in their pursuit, uh, I see the Lord's also hunger to encounter uh, mm. those that don't know him. 
Right. Um, just tearing mm-hmm. down. Uh, in, in, in my world, I, I, uh, I've seen a lot of people that are being reintroduced to a Jesus that they thought they knew. Right. Or maybe that they thought they left, and mm. he is representing himself mm. in such a such a tender, pure, authentic way, mm. uh, where people are genuinely coming to faith in mm. the person Christ, mm. and uh, uh, and I I think his presence has a lot to do with that. I I've Absolutely. seen uh, the presence of God um, accompany the proclamation of the gospel, and mm-hmm. and when. When he is present, he is, um, in, in many ways, irresistible. And so yeah. I don't know if that fully answers your question. Yeah. I haven't seen the, the been on the front lines uh, of the nations quite like you and some of your audience has. I'm jealous to hear some of their stories as to how the nations mm-hmm. are responding. Uh, for me, it's a bunch of young, millennial, kind of post-Christian <laughs> hipster kids who are, are, are just, though, really looking to give their life to something, mm. but they're, they just haven't heard a gospel that it's provoked right. that from them. And uh, sure. we're seeing them awaken to the good news and to the reality of mm. Jesus' call on their life to lay their life down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think that the, the deal is when we, when we started, we kind of use this phrase, a passion for Jesus and his purposes in the earth, because it's, it's a part of the overflow, right? If you're passionate for Jesus, you're going to get a heart for what he has a heart for. And he always has a heart for those who haven't heard, for those who are away that need to come back. There's just this flow that happens when we get in the presence of God. But I think sometimes we just don't even know what's out there. It's kind of like you're reintroducing people to what's out there of knowing Jesus and they're getting lit up. Right. And I think that I think that the partnership of that, which with which is and then introducing them to all that the lostness that's out there is a, is the combo of the mission of Jesus. Right. We're called first to himself and all of his glory. And then we're called to re- represent him, as you said, but also to get his heart. You know, he's looking with compassion on people right. like sheep without a shepherd and. Uh, we, uh, you know, we just talked about this. We were just in Southeast Asia and to be in villages where people have never heard and simply to present Jesus. I mean, I don't know what to say, except there's nothing like it in the world wow. because the reality of what you're experiencing personally is brought into the a place of darkness that has the absence of him. And when he shows up, it, it, it is what they're made for. Wow. And um, so wow. I'm pumped about wow. exalting Jesus, wow. about us, open up our hearts again to the heart of Jesus around the world and doing it together. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really expecting for world mandate. And I sense Jesus's zeal mm-hmm. uh, to encounter our hearts in a fresh and new way. All of us, mm-hmm. um, the hour is so significant. Yeah. I believe this new decade, uh, I, I felt like the Lord was giving the church mm-hmm vision for 2020 vision for the harvest in 2020 i yeah. feel like it's a harvest coming to college campuses mm. to the united states i feel like mm. he's reintroducing himself to many people that that mm. that have left uh, a lot of the things that they grew up with they're just right. searching for something genuine and real and i believe mm. events like this um jesus is 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 so excited to encounter yes 
us in a fresh way. So, man, I am expectant, coming hungry, and uh, ready to encounter him with the with the Antioch family. Yeah, thanks, brother. Hey, we love you. And uh, you know, just one other thought because I'm sharing this everywhere I go. A friend of mine shared the number twenty in Hebrew is one of the one of the ways it expressed is the word hand. It's the hand of God to reach up and the and the hand of God to reach out. Wow. So twenty twenty is the double hand of God. In intimacy, we're reaching up for wow. more of Him to be in His presence. And w- with our other hand, we're reaching out to be His hands and feet. It's the year of the hand of God. Come on. Woo! Up and out. Up and out. <laughs> there Jesus. we go, baby. Yes. Wow. Well, amen. Well, hey, love you. Love you, my brother. And uh, hey. looking forward to seeing you. Love you, and, man. Uh, See you in Waco in a, in a few days. All right. Thanks again, bub. All right. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Again, World Mandate 2020 is coming up February 7th and 8th. Sign up today at worldmandate.com. And for any information regarding Jimmy or the Antioch movement, go to jimmycyber.com or antioch.org. We hope you have an amazing day in Jesus' name.